So we're here to talk about the Dark Jedi Knight Rises. The Dark Knight Rises the Jedi. Right? That's what we want. It is shocking and easy to parallel those two, the, the trilogy with the Batman the trilogy. The Knight of the Jedi rose and the sun and the sun and the moon it fell. That doesn't make any sense. We saw the new Star Wars. Yeah, uh, I'm Eli. I'm, I'm Lucas, hey. And uh, we're here with our special guest, Amy. Guest in the house. Hi, my name is Amy. Nice to meet everybody. Nice to be on the Fail Sun Film School. Yeah, welcome to welcome to classes in session. <laughs> I'm honored to be your first guest. You're gonna have so much fucking homework to do. Great. We give out tons of homework. A lot of pop quizzes. <laughs> it's just a bunch of pop quizzes, actually. So, we saw a Star War. It was the last Star War. No, it wasn't. Not really. Probably not. What's going on with the Star War? So, before we get into The Rise of Skywalker, a title that will never not be really unwieldy, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, how we feel about Star Wars up till now. Uh, Amy, you're our guest. Start us off. What what is what is your feeling on the the trilogies as they stand so far? The first exposure to Star Wars that I can remember is being a little kid and seeing a videotape of Phantom Menace on TV, and having Darth Maul really scare me, and then not wanting to watch Star Wars ever, for a while. You saw Star Wars until then. How how old were you? I was pretty old. When was that? 99 was... Did that yeah, the first one came out? The first of the prequels came out in 99, yeah. I feel so like I didn't I, see so it I would have been, I would have been like five or... I would have been like five or six. I feel like I didn't see it until I was young, like, older than five or six that I didn't see Phantom Menace. Probably. I don't remember, homie. Yeah, but anyway, I then, like, became friends with somebody who was really into Star Wars, who was also named Eli, but is not this Eli. <laughs> Because I have known many a Eli in my life. Um, I feel less special now. That was the intent. I'm, <laughs> I'm grinding you down. But yeah, I saw the movies when I was in like middle school, probably. And they were good. I never like fell in love with them the way other people did. I never had that emotional, personal connection to Star Wars that other people do. I think the original trilogy is mostly good. I think the prequel trilogy is interesting, but mostly bad. I think the new Star Wars movies are mostly halfway competent product, except for Last Jedi, which is a really good movie. All right, Luke, what about you? My name's Luke, so literally everyone calls me Luke Skywalker growing up. That makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. One of my best friends in the world said she, I could call her Obi-Wan. <laughs> And I'd hate her so much because it's so stupid. Why would you ever say that? I hope she listens to this. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all you got? No, I mean, I like Star Wars. Like, I've watched every, all the movies except for... I haven't seen Rogue One. That's um, okay. You don't have to. Yeah. I don't want to see Rogue One because the concept of it is fucking dumb as shit. <laughs> like, how did they get the Death Star plans? It's like, I don't know. They just get fucking get them. Who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, mostly like the... The original ones, um, I mean, because I watched them when I was, like, five, six, maybe. So they were pretty, like, formative for me when I was a literal child. Same with, like, the prequels. I really liked the prequels and enjoyed Star Wars when I was a kid. When, like, I go back and watch the prequels now, and even the original ones now, fucking dumb as shit. <laughs> but they, they're fun. Like, most of them are fun. Um, I always say that when I walked out of, what was the... This, the Force Awakens, I thought that it was really good. And then when I thought about it later, I was like, actually, that was like one of the worst things I ever saw. And then when I walked out of uh, The Last Jedi, I was like, that was really stupid. And then when I thought about it later, I was like, that was actually really good. So when I that's how I feel with Star Wars. Yeah, I think uh, I'll echo both of you by saying that obviously not a fan of the prequels. Uh, there's an interesting story there that was told poorly and only occasionally. The original trilogy, I was never as impressed by as a lot of people seem to be, uh, which also sounds like we're on a similar page. But they're but they're good. Like they're they're good. They're classic for a reason. Maybe that reason is more to do with when they came out than 
any sort of objective quality measurement if you can, you know, do such a thing. Uh, and then the new trilogy, yeah, the, the Force Awakens, I think, is, like, not good. It's not interesting at all to me. The Last Jedi was surprisingly good. It is not a perfect movie, but no Star Wars movie is. But it brings in a lot of interesting ideas that I think challenge what Star Wars usually goes for, which made it kind of a special thing. And now we are brought to Rise of Skywalker, which is supposed to close out. Yeah, the title's still bad. It's so funny. It's supposed to close it, it out the entire It should be Rise saga. of the Skywalker. Or the Skywalker. Something. Rise of Skywalker is just nothing. Yeah, it's it's strange. We're going to definitely spoil the whole thing for sure. If we can remember how the movie goes. So let's let's dive in. I'll say I'll start by saying I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Um, a note of positivity before we get <laughs> pretty uh, down on it. I had low expectations going in, and they were met. So, <laughs> about I mean, right. I can't say that like it disappointed me because I didn't really have a lot of high hopes for it. So, cool, down. I expected a disaster based on the discourse, and what we got was just kind of. Like I said earlier, halfway competent product. Like, it sets its ambitions super low. It tries for those, and it still fucks up a bunch. But it is something. It's not... It's something, all right. It is something. It is two and a half hours of film that exists. <laughs> it's, it's there. I can't remember a lot of it already. Same. And we just saw it. Like, we saw it. We had dinner, and now we're recording, and I can barely remember a lot of it. It's a good sign. It's, yeah, it's, I was forgetting things while I was in the theater. I, like, I literally had the experience of, like, a scene would go by, and I was like, I'm not going to remember this. <laughs> I, th I think I said this before. I, th I think a reason why Amy doesn't remember a lot of it, a lot of, why I don't remember a lot of it, is because a lot of the characters just, like, are not relatable or likable whatsoever. Like, I don't really care about anything that happens to them. At least, like, even with the prequels, like, yeah, they go back and they're, like, bad. But, like, at Attack of the Clones, I'm like, I kind of feel for this, this like, Anakin guy. Because, like, he did lose, like... Jesus Christ! He did lose, like, a that's lot. That's your position? Like, I mean, it's a terrible, like, it's that's a terrible movie. That's the movie where he murders a bunch of the sand people. I'm, but, it, but, like, I know he's going to become Darth Vader. So I'm like, okay, yeah, like, he's, he's bad. Like, I guess this is his inciting incident to becoming, like bad a bad guy but like these people i just don't give a shit about like i just don't find them interesting whatsoever at least like knowing pretense that anakin skywalker becomes darth vader is like a little bit of, of an interesting hook than just being like oh like this person who we we're actually told that doesn't like her parents don't matter actually end up mattering because the twist is that she's a palpatine at the end of it which I thought that, like, doesn't... Like, I guess it makes... Like, when did Palpatine ever fuck canonically? Like, I don't ever... I guess, like, off-screen somewhere. Who did he fuck, first off? That's what I want to know. This is getting into a lot of territory that we're not going to ever get answered. Um, unless we well, don't... we're going to get an answer the only reason why the prequels even exist in the first place is because, like, the questions were answered, like, were things with, like, in the original movies. Like, there's a whole thing about... Um, what's it called? Like... He had to make a new lightsaber in the first trilogy. Luke did. That's why he has a green lightsaber. Because he had to make a new one after, like, the first one got destroyed or, like, he dropped it on um, Bespin. And then, like, Darth Vader says, oh, I see you constructed a new lightsaber. So there's, like, a whole lore about how, like, lightsabers are constructed. And I think, like, they... I think it's mentioned in the prequels. I might be wrong. I probably am. But there's, like, a whole... The whole lore that exists from, like, the Jedi's in those prequels were all because, like, of random throwaway lines that were written in the first movies. Which, whatever. This movie has lightsabers out the ass. This movie has a lot of lightsabers. This movie, you just trip over lightsabers. It's cool. I like lightsabers. They're fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this movie was really boring for me. And I didn't like it. And, yeah. I, I think I... I don't... The characters are, like, kind of appealing, like, I don't hate them, but I don't care about them. You know? I like, gotcha. Like, Ray is chill, and Finn is cool, and 
Poe is Oscar Isaac, who is one of my favorite actors, and he's roguish and brash. But, like, I don't care about them because this is kind of starting to get into the movie, but they set up this relationship dynamic where, like, their three of them are, like, best friends. And it's not established in either of the previous movies. In Force Awakens, Finn and Rey are, like, hanging out, and Poe is off somewhere else. In Last Jedi, Poe and Finn have, like, kind of a plan, like, a scheme together, but mostly are on their separate plots. Rey is off with Luke and Kylo. And then in this movie, it's like, oh, we're the three best buds whoever best were. It's it's just like, I haven't seen any of this friendship develop. And if I don't care about the relationships, I don't care about them. And the whole, just the movie has no dramatic urgency for me. Yeah, I would agree with that characterization. I think, like, as much as Finn and Poe are charismatic and played by charismatic actors, they have not gotten a lot of material to really work with. Whereas for me, I would say, like, one of the only relationships I care about in the entirety of Star Wars is Rey and Kylo Ren. But, like, my problem with that is that they, they're, like, the tension is nice, and it's cool that they have that, like, I really like what they did in the, which they brought back in this one where they can, like, psychically communicate with each other with, like, through the Force, and they can, they have, like, battles with each other in this movie through the Force, even though they're not in the same room, which I don't understand how that works at all. Doesn't matter, it's cool. Yeah. Um, and, like, in at, like, the very end where she passes him a lightsaber, that was fucking cool as shit. I'm not gonna lie, that was awesome. Um, I think that's the most successful payoff in the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. for their, how that whole works. And, yeah, I agree with you, though. Like, the tension between them is, like, built very well, but canonically they do not fuck and at least like in star wars canon we know that like han and leia definitely fuck right and and, <laughs> so and like anakin and, and, pa- and padme even though padme is a fucking like child molester like they do canonically have sex so like all of these are just like they're just a bunch of virgins just like lusting after each other and it's just like in it sucks. It's just like you guys are boring. I don't want to watch boring versions. I want to watch pretty people fuck. It is Disney now, so they. I don't they, care. There's, watch, there's way less fuck. Well, you in this mean like Beauty and the Beast fuck? Like what? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not sure. Well, that they canonically fucks. fuck. Aladdin definitely fucks. <laughs> you kidding me? You might be reading into that. Don't. I mean, it's all of the fucking is implied. Like we never actually see any sex. It's happening between. off screen. We know, but like we can tell. It's like yeah, they're fucking. The Lion like, King. I mean, you've seen a nature documentary, right? <laughs> You see that you see the way that Nala looks at him <laughs> when John Favreau was like, "I want this to be like a nature documentary." Yeah. He also meant like we're gonna show like five minutes of hardcore penetration <laughs> as as the lions do their thing, you know. The um, lion sleeps tonight in the jungle, the mighty jungle. Yeah. Get the lion sleeps with another lion. I think my issue with Raylo in this movie, because I liked it in Last Jedi a lot, but in Last Jedi, it's predicated on this tug of war where like he thinks she he can turn her bad and she thinks she can turn him good and then they arrive at the crossroads and they both like have the moment where they're free to choose and she doubles down on being good and he doubles down on being evil and it's like okay so now we have like a full hard ideological conflict between these two characters and then this movie just goes right back down to like oh i can turn him good oh i can turn her evil until she turns him good, and then it just ends. But that was the whole... I think that's what had to happen, just based of how the narrative works in, in the third movie. They have to have that redemption for the big bad guy, because that's how the original trilogy ended. Yeah, it's more it's more <laughs> about how they redeem him versus that they redeem him. Right. Like, I, think, I agree with you there. He only redeems because Carrie Fisher sacrifices her life. And by Carrie Fisher, I mean real-life actress Carrie Fisher, who sacrificed her life to save fictional character Kylo Ren <laughs> from the grips well, that's of a hot his, take. his dark side. Yeah, that's why Carrie Fisher died. You didn't know? No, I thought it was just from, like, cancer or something. Or how, Did she have, like, a stroke? I don't remember. No, she sacrificed her remaining oh, she, life force. She used her right. life force to sell more to Disney. S- to say the word Ben to her son. And that's what snaps him out of it. She didn't even get to be a force ghost out of the deal. Which, she does which the is, end. Which is, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Shout out to force ghost. 
With that, should we dive into the plot as much as yeah, we can? Yeah, I guess. Let's see what we can do. I feel do. like Eli remembers the most of it. So, so I'm going to try. So we start off with an opening crawl that reestablishes that Emperor Palpatine is a thing. Immediate groan from me. <laughs> yeah, immediate like, ah, shit. But I knew that from the trailer, so I was yeah. ready for that. But I just wanted, I wanted Kylo to be the antagonist of this one. Like, we have yes. two movies where he's, like, kind of the antagonist, and then in the end of the second one, he, like, doubles down on be like, no, I'm fucking evil, I want to control the universe. Like, I want to see that fight and instead we just get Palpatine back and Kylo is back in his wishy-washy tweener role. Yeah, it is definitely a regression for Kylo Ren uh, plot-wise, which is going to... The first example of a recurring thing, which is J.J. Abrams making a sequel to his Star Wars instead of the one that came before this one. Uh, Like The Dark Knight Rises is a sequel to Batman Begins more than it is a sequel to The Dark Knight, which is why we were saying that earlier. Yeah, and and I think, honestly, Dark Knight Rises balances that better. Um, The death of Heath Ledger is definitely like a blow to it being able to follow up on The Dark Knight, but I think on the whole it still balances it better than this does. There's a lot of work done to kind of ignore the last Jedi. We just didn't have that deep fake technology in 2011 yet, so like (laughs) we really had to just take what it gave us with The Dark Knight Rises. Did you know that in The Dark Knight Rises, you know how after Harvey Dent dies, um, I will say anything to avoid talking about Rise of Skywalker, they pass the Dent Act, which is, like, the thing that helps them stop organized crime. Uh-huh. You know, the, the, the te- in, in the movie, they say that the Dent Act, what it actually does is it lets the state suspend due process for people suspected of and hold them without trial for people who are suspected in mob activity, which is, like, a massive, massive, re- like, violation of all sorts of civil yeah, rights. Yeah, that's because, like, the... the Bane is the 99%. That's what he represents. And Batman and the Gotham City Law are the 1% keeping them down because they're just stripping them of all their rights. <laughs> People say that Dark Knight is a conservative movie, but Dark Knight Rises is it's a way much more conservative, conservative movie. Because Occupy Wall Street, even though that movie came out before, was made before that, it still taps into like the mass protest imagery as like... Those are the bad guys, and the billionaires, and the and the cops are the good guys. And the bad guy, and it kills the CIA in the beginning, <laughs> whose character's yeah. name is CIA. That's what he says. He says, I'm CIA. <laughs> That's funny. Rise of Skywalker. So, Oh, yeah. We saw that movie. <laughs> Kylo Ren is fighting some people and ends up finding the... Uh, I'm, I forget the name, because it's a bad Star Wars it's name. It's the Sith Wayfinder. No, I was going to say, like, the planet. Like, oh, I don't remember the name sir, of the planet. It, it doesn't starts with matter. an X. It's in, uh, yeah, Planet X is yeah. what we're going to call it. I'm good with that. And it's the Sith secret homeworld bad place. And the Emperor is chilling there. And he's created a lot of ships. <laughs> and I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids. He's going to make uh, Kylo the new Emperor. But he's gonna Palpatine is going to be pulling the strings behind him. And he mentions that Rey is not who Kylo Ren thinks she he is she thinks that she is. So then we cut to Ray and she's twirling around in a circle of rocks cuz she's practicing her force stuff. But uh at the same time uh Finn and Poe are off on the Millennium Falcon trying to get out of a jam and she's not there to help him out and, and when they finally all meet back up uh pose uh mad at her about it and that will never come up again yeah oh yeah he's like i have i have to tell her something oh yeah and fitz has has to tell her something that's like later on jj has officially confirmed that it's that he's force sensitive why why uh, this doesn't the, why with... not mention it why keep it it's this recurring thing where they the, are you gonna bring it up now no i'll say it later and he never once says it holy shit i forgot and it's just yeah. that he's force sensitive there's no reason to one make that like a big thing i mean it's an interesting thing to like say in the movie but they don't say it in the movie god why make it a this is stupid i like the movie less because of that yeah. you're welcome okay that's the thing. Okay, yeah, and, like, during the movie, he does seem to sense the Force in yeah. a couple moments. So that's cool and fine. 
Was, bad JJ. So like, what force? Well, I don't even know what force sensitive is. It's just like the people whose midi chlorian levels are slow. You're not a Jedi, but you can like feel the force. Oh, uh, so they just have a low count of midi chlorians, and then like yeah, okay. Yeah, it's in the in the two to three hundred range of midichlorians is sensitive. <laughs> yeah, you just like, like three you to can feel it, but you're not like fully. Three to four, four is adept, and then four to five Got is, you. is is Jedi or Sith level. And then you're like at that one K level, and you're Vader, and then it's like fuck this kid, like can't train him. Well, Emperor Palpatine must be at like at a million because he came back Bajillion. to life after being killed. I thought he was Darth Plagueis. Yeah, right? it's. I think that's what it is. I thought it's like always been implied that I he was like immortal. He, I thought Dark Plagueis was his master, and he killed uh, Dark Plagueis. But like, Dark, oh yeah. But he like maybe isn't he the one who like achieved immortality or something? I don't remember. This movie's weird. The Star Wars canon and everything about Star Wars has always been really stupid, and people need to get, just accept that. It's always been dumb. It's fine that it's dumb, but it's always been pretty dumb. It's been pretty bad. Yeah, the joy of Star Wars is not like... So, like, Star Wars, New Hope, big novelty, huge, fully realized universe that you get a glimpse of through this very traditionally structured adventure movie. Yeah, it's an adventure serial throwback, yeah, using technology as they have it then. Empire Strikes Back is an interesting character drama that just happens to use the same pieces and world as new hope with like a great twist at the end the that great twist you can see like it's kind of it's very little set up in the first movie like it doesn't take away anything from a new hope but it's like and you could kind of get at some stuff that maybe that could be it because they do mention like your father is a great jedi and we've only ever see like one other jedi in the in the thing so you can make that connection but like yeah great twist at the end yeah. and then Return of the Jedi rips. It's the best one. So, <laughs> it's a good ending to the trilogy, and then that's like one story. And then he tries to do this like super lore focused prequel trilogy that doesn't connect at all on an emotional level. And you don't like Girl Yoda? You mean Yaddle? Yeah, Yaddle rips. <laughs> Yaddle's it's, not uh, in the her movie. name is Yaddle. Yeah, her name is representation, Yaddle. baby. Oh my god, gotta have Girl Yoda. You know that Yoda. Yaddle was, like, imprisoned for a very long time and learned to live just off the Force. And when she got out, the Council wanted to make her a master right away, even though she hadn't passed through the traditional requirements because she was in prison while she was just a Padawan. But she, like, became this incredible Force user. Like, uh, this is all canon shit. Um, <laughs> this fucking nerd read is, the Wikipedia no, or the No, books. this is blank check shit uh, that I know from that. Oh, for sure. Um, but she... So the Yoda campaigned against her being given the title of Jedi Master. <laughs> Yoda's After, a fucking dickhead. Yoda's a off. cop. <laughs> Yoda sucks. Yoda, the Jedi's are kind of cops. That's so fucking weird. I thought like Jedi's were, I th- they're supposed to be like Buddhist monks, right? They're monks and they're samurai and they're cops. But, like that sucks though, because it's like yeah, you got ju- all of them. They yeah. could just be like samurai Buddhists. wizards too. Yes, they're also space. They could wizards. be samurai yeah. space wizard Buddhists, and I'd be like, fuck yeah, that rules. But then they become cops, and that's like just becoming a cop makes them fucking annoying, and I hate them. Well, that's see, the prequel trilogy invented that. Like sucks. That's not in the originals. Hate them. And the only other good like Star Wars movie has been the Last Jedi, which is just like a good movie that happens to use Star Wars characters. It twists the the established lore setup and and archetypes yeah. into like a slightly new shape while still being like the Campbellian hero's journey thing. Like it it's not a wild departure. It's like a deliberate like inversion of a lot of that stuff. Like Rey's journey into the Hall of Mirrors ending up with like her finding nothing at the end of it. But this movie is just about connecting all the dots and like it's just a bunch of shit that happens so that yeah. you can say a line at the end of your movie that everyone's supposed to love and you're just going to be able to sell more shit because if you invent like 6000 characters in here that like I don't know who they are <laughs> except for Babu Frick which we love Babu Frick <laughs> oh, we'll get to Babu Frick so Leia's around she's still a general and she's Carrie Fisher and uh what do you guys think think of the way that they used the footage of her i thought it was a little awkward but it could have been worse i don't even know what she like when was that shot i don't I think during the last jedi right apparently luke skywalker trained leia to be like a fucking badass jedi 
Makes sense that that would have happened. Sure, I guess. Again, deep fakes out of control. Don't like it. Very jarring to see young ass, young Carrie Fisher, and young Mark Hamill. That was really weird. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't like that Leia can do lightsaber bullshit and is like almost killed Luke in a fight. Like, I'm fine with that. I. No, I just I like the I like the, they are twins. Like, there's no reason sh- they shouldn't be on the and same. And Leia is I liked, level. Leia I like is better that, like, in most ways. So <laughs> I like that at least that like she can feel the force and she like knows that like the force is a thing and it goes through her and she might be able to have that that same level. But I really like that like she just could feel it and like had that moment in in the last jedi which was kind of like ridiculous but that's why i loved it where she like is out in space and she like floats back into the the um the spaceship but like i don't really like her being a jedi master i'd rather her just being like i am in tune with the force and i have a strong connection with it because of like who like what my family lineage is but like i don't ever want to see leia with a lightsaber i don't know that she ever became a master like luke wasn't a master when she, she fucking trained beat the her. shit out of Come on. Luke wasn't a master. He was a master then. after Yoda. It looks like that happened out. like right after the events of the original trilogy or something, and like I don't think he's a master. Like Luke was never like Ray spends a lot more time training than Luke ever did. I think Luke and Leia are also like kind of shitty with the force. Like they're better than most people, but like when you compare it to Ray, because they got that Palpatine. She's got the Palpatine blood. She's like a fucking superhero. And I guess Kylo got Kylo got a bunch of good force genes. And he also, like, tra- he probably trained the shit out of it. We yeah. just didn't well, he trained with Luke cause... in the, yeah, I mean, the yeah, beginning, yeah, yeah. We, he and then he trained under Snoke, so yeah. he's like... So he got some good training. Yeah. Luke was always a slacker. Who Snoke you... apparently is Palpatine. No, sure. Palpatine no. Grew, grew Snoke in a tank, because you see a oh, tank. Oh, yeah, yeah, you see other Snoke. You see a tank with a little baby Snoke Why inside. are there so many Pretty other Snokes? Stupid. Pretty stupid. Don't like it. So... Basically, they have to find Planet X, because that's where Palpatine is, but before they find that MacGuffin, X marks they the have spot. to find another MacGuffin, which is, like, the thing that tells you how to get there, because the it's first a secret MacGuffin. planet. So, they go in search of the first MacGuffin, and, uh, it's supposed to be on... The Dancing Planet. The Dancing Planet, yeah. <laughs> so, the, uh, they go to the Dancing Planet, and there's a once-every-42-years festival, which... I think it's supposed to be like a, it's been 42 years since, since the, the first Star Wars. Star Wars came out. Yeah. Good reference. Is it? <laughs> it's not, but it is a reference. Uh, I think you're, no, I think it's 42 years. Yes. No, no, it I'm is. saying, is it good. a good reference? I like it. I got it. I thought it. Uh, yeah, I got it too. <laughs> that, I don't know. If, that, that if I get good. the reference, it's good. <laughs> so they, are looking for the tracker thing on the ship of some person. And by the time they find it, with the help of Lando Calrissian, who shows back up... Looking fine. Ray has somehow realized that the ship and the droid they've found, like she's seen it before, or maybe been there before, and eventually it'll transpire that that's the ship that brought her to Jakku, which is where she was raised after her parents sold her so they find the dagger which is going to lead them to the oh yeah that's, oh my god before oh right there's three mcguffins because the planet's yeah. the third one the second one is the tracker and the knife yeah. the first one they, they have, have to, to get the, knife. the translation is a also game. kind of a oh MacGuffin. jesus christ jj you fucking hack it's a chain of just they go to a place looking for a thing then the first order with kylo shows up to fight them and then they run away to the next place and in the next place they go is this planet where they need to get this guy named Babu Frick to Babu. hack C-3PO in order to get him to say what the Sith translation is because it's forbidden for him to translate Sith. Even, yeah, which is, ugh, God. Baby Yoda is canceled. Babu Frick is our new friend. Friendship with Baby Yoda ended. <laughs> Babu. Babu Frick is my new friend now. He's so cute and I like how he talks and I like that he, he re- they reset C-3PO and he's like I'm Babu Frick and I'm like yeah you are <laughs> you, you little guy yeah Babu Frick is a, a droid hacker that Poe knows about from his old spice running days and he's a foot tall and he's great and they, uh, they, they <laughs> what they, is with the spice running thing I think it's like a Dune reference because he's because Dune's gonna be real good he's in Dune he's gonna be uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet's dad yeah in okay. Dune okay 
Who, Bob God, Fleck? I hate that. No, uh, Oscar Isaac. He's <laughs> oh, gonna be, he is? He's going to be... Um... Have you ever seen Dune? No. Uh, it's so bad. Like, the David Lynch one, terrible. I've tried to read it because I stole um, I stole a copy from John, and it's, like, very hard to read, too. But I'm very excited because I'm a big Dennis... What's-his-face fan? Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve fan. Uh, so, um, I'm Dennis Villanova. Dennis Villanova, yeah. Uh, so very, very excited for this Dune shit that's popping off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure spice is like a drug thing in that, so they just used it. You control it the to, spice, you control the. So they used the it world, like I, I think I think that's they just used it instead of saying the word drugs, and right. hoping people would get it. So Poe's got a shady past, but it ultimately doesn't come to anything. Except no. he's got a lady friend. He's got Carrie Russell. He's got a hot bounty hunter who we never get to see her face. Whatever. We see her eyes. See her her eyes. Let you know she's a lady. Yeah, it's Carrie Russell. Wubba wubba. One of JJ's many friends coming to play. Uh, we completely skipped over meeting Dominic Monaghan, and the reason oh, for that oh is God, it does yeah. not matter. He jumps out of this movie like a sore thumb. It's just like, why is Charlie here? <laughs> well, only if like you know who he is. I feel like Charlie. Most, most of the people who are watching this movie have no idea who that I guy. I don't know. Most they've probably we were, seen Lord of the Rings. We were the only three people laughing when we came up on screen. So. <laughs> also, that laugh was the loudest reaction that any moment in the movie got. In our theater. A guy laughed next no. to me when he saw Lando or something. The big end of the movie is that Ray Ray's a Palpatine, but at the end of the movie she says that her name is Ray Skywalker when somebody asks her because she's like claiming that lineage is her own. And it's supposed to be like this big applause line that ends the movie and nobody, nobody reacted. And then after the movie ended, there was the most tepid round of applause I have ever heard for a major blockbuster. Like... I hate clapping at the end of the movies unless like... Unless, like, the people who made the movie are there, it's stupid. Because, like, nobody... Again, if, if like, I go to my Regal or my AMC and I'm... I clap at the end of the movie, nobody who fucking, like... Who am I clapping for? The guy that who <laughs> pressed play on the film projector? It's fucking stupid. Yeah, it always, only clap it always if, like, felt kind of odd to me. Only clap if, like, you're you're yeah. going to a screening and, like, the person who's in the movie or, or made the movie is, like, there. Then like then give them a round of applause for their their great job that they did making a movie because that's hard work. I'll give give them credit. It's I, hard work to make these Star Wars movies. They're a bunch of bullshit. But <laughs> I see rounds of applause in movie theaters as rounds of applause for the audience. It's like we watched it. Like, yeah. yeah, no, it's like woo! What an experience we all just had together. Goddamn! Like that's the tone of like rounds of applause in movie theaters. And this movie got the most slow like obligatory like i guess that was a thing we invested our souls into Ugh. round of applause that i've i've heard in a movie theater in just a, long a bunch time. of mush i have a question since we don't none of the none of the it matters it doesn't matter at all who cares about recapping the fucking whole movie the whole yeah, two and a half just, hours it's just that moving we spent. from one location to another as as Ray and Kylo keep circling each other in their heads i thought that like and they meet a lady who used to be a stormtrooper and she and Finn bond but don't actually form a meaningful relationship in any way uh, and then yeah. she ends up going with Lando to find out where she's from for some reason. Lando's her dad. Cuz also That's did the you next notice trilogy. that all three of the characters in that side plot are black yes. and they they get their own little they get their plot. own little corner of plot. It's awkward. Yeah. Who are I was gonna ask this question a little bit earlier. When like so we go down to like the Sith catacombs, which apparently like is a real thing. Cause I guess that makes sense. Jedi had their order on Coruscant, so the Sith gotta have their own bit. But um there's just like so many fucking dudes there. Just like, yeah, we're all Sith. Like Palpatine's back. Hell yeah. We didn't see any of their faces. They're just empty They're just hoods. empty hoods of like people um, who like all just die. Like they all just get crushed they're by ghosts. Are they ghosts? I'm pretty sure they're like the ghosts of the Sith Lords that are inside Palpatine's body. I thought they were like real people. Because I'm pretty sure they're ghosts. It could go literally any which way. It doesn't matter. It doesn't right. Answer my question then. I guess they're ghosts or they're real people who just die. I didn't get that they were ghosts, but they could be ghosts. It's not very good at explaining what the who where they came from. It doesn't matter unless they just like I guess because they kind of just show up randomly. Like it wasn't like she descended and they were there. They just kind of like appear there, so they could be ghosts. But I guess if you're a Sith ghost, maybe you have a black aura. But if you're a Jedi ghost, you got that blue going on. I want to talk about violence in this movie. Let's do it. Lay it on us. Okay. So at the very end, Ray is there. 
Palpatine is is there, and he's like, "You're a Palpatine. Kill me. You become the you absorb. Uh, kill me. Absorb. Give into your hate of me. Absorb all the ghosts of the Sith, and you'll become the ultimate Sith." And she doesn't because it's the wrong thing to do in the movie's moral language. And then later he f tries to force lightning her and she repels it with two lightsabers and it shreds him into little itty bitty pieces. And that's how they defeat him is his weapons are his own unmaking. And it's like Ray carves people up with a lightsaber and like blasts them with a blaster. Like she's not averse to killing people, but when it, it, you know, one person whose death could fix like 90% of the problem is right in front of her. Suddenly the movie's like, no, it would be wrong to give in to your hate. I think it's okay to hate, like, evil space wizard fascists. I don't know. I, I think that it's kind of mixed. It's like, on the one hand, like, she goes there, I think, to kill him, and I think she would have killed him except for the fact that if she kills him, she'll somehow absorb him and become Sith. Right. But I'm, I'm talking about one step removed from, like, the reality of, like, the character's decision-making and more about the narrative decision-making. Right, but for but what I would say is, like, it's not... It's just a way to stall. It's just a way to, like, prevent her from being able to kill him right away. Like, it's inelegant, and it does present these quandaries that we're talking about. But to me, it just read as, like, oh, we have to stall because she can't kill him right away. But but there's a reason... They gotta get, they gotta get there's a there. reason that she kills him by blasting his force lightning back at him versus when she the movie is fine with her stabbing kylo ren through the gut with the lightsaber but because she's gonna heal him immediately like the movie doesn't want the final image to be her impaling palpatine it's her reflecting palpatine's weapon back at him and i think that there's a distinct semiotic difference that affects the way that the movie reads in terms of what it's moralizing and i think what it's moralizing is like don't if you don't become your enemy while you're fighting them, which is a lesson, but I think that we live in a time of rising fascism, and I think it's chill to punch Nazis. Yeah, I think, like, don't become a Nazi is good, but yeah. punching Nazis is not becoming a Nazi. Right. It's like... Yeah, and I feel like this movie is kind of on a don't punch Nazis wavelength. I could get behind that. I think that they moralistically wanted it to be like, and just because of the, the narrative wise is that they can't have her actually like slice him up with a lightsaber. They have to find a different way to, to murder the emperor. Who's the big bad at the end. And like in the original trilogy, we have Darth Vader who has already been an evil guy, get redeemed by being like, Oh, his son's like going to get fucking vaporized by the, by Palpatine that he like literally picks up Palpatine and throws him off a cliff. And so, like, it's the bad guy who just does a face turn and then goes in. Well, our yeah. bad guy was Kylo Ren. He already did a face turn already because he had to go kill those guys so he could get down to Rey. So he can't do a face turn and kill the Emperor. He already, like, he's already And they did gone. that face turn fake out with Snoke uh, yeah. in the last Yeah, and they did, it they did it already. So it's, yeah. like, not something... I mean, it, we had to see the redemption of Kylo Ren into Ben Solo or whatever because it's called Rise of Skywalker. So they have, like... The last lineage of the Skywalker has to become a good guy by the end of it. Canonic, or bloodline lineage of Skywalker, since Rey decides, um, um, my last name is in Palpatine, it's Skywalker. Well, yeah, now. she can't keep Palpatine. I mean, what's she going to, like, reclaim that name? I'd be, like, I'd be like, um, I'm actually the good Palpatine, bitch. <laughs> Hashtag not all Palpatines. <laughs> not all Palpatines are evil. I, not all Palpatines are evil because his fucking yeah. son was like, I don't want my dad to like curse my child. I'm going to. It's literally just Emperor Palpatine. He was like, like he just it, sucked a lot. Like he just, he's just it's one bad apple. It's he, not a systemic. He problem. sucks enough for nine problem. movies worth of plot. He, that's how much he sucks. It's kind of like awesome though that like the crux of everything that has bad that has happened within the Star Wars universe has been caused by just one guy. And that's my biggest thematic <sighs> issue with the movie, is that it suggests that evil can be defeated by knocking down, like, one person responsible for the world's pain. And it's like, no, there isn't one person responsible for the world's pain. There's, like, a few hundred to a few thousand. And, like, you can arrest as many as you can, but they're just gonna hire a new CEO. You know what I mean? 
Like, and the carceral state is part of the thing that is causing the problem. Like, it's all, well, it all feeds into itself in real life. And in the movie, the movie is like, even in this fantasy world where one person is responsible for all the evil in the universe, you still shouldn't slice that person up with your laser sword. Yeah. The movie presents a case where it's like, no, like of anyone you should kill. And you've killed people before. This is the one guy you really should kill. And like, to be fair, like she does kill him. Like, I think the final fight was like, she was always going to kill him. Right. They just had to make it with his own power. The move, both, both the original trilogy and this new trilogy go to extreme lengths to avoid having their protagonists actually stab slash slice up the main antagonist with their laser sword. Yeah, except Obi-Wan really beats the shit out of Anakin. He doesn't right. kill him, but he, re- he de- like, he like removes his limbs. That's why the prequels are good. <laughs> oh, we've come around. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, that's like the one exception is when Obi-Wan carves up. Because we know he's going to be Darth Vader. Right. And that's like this tragic Pyrrhic victory in that movie where it's like, and the fact is Obi-Wan still should have just killed him. Yeah. That was a student. That was his friend. They were friends. So you, instead of killing your friend and giving him a quick death, you cut off his arm and legs and leave him on a lava planet. You just cut toxic people out of your life. That's what you got (laughs) to do. And that's what Obi-Wan was doing. It was like, you're just becoming a, a Nazi, I guess. I'm going to literally and metaphorically cut you out of my life. I tried to be your friend, but I'm s- sad that this is how it ends, but you're going to have to burn here on this lava planet. Um, I'm going to go fuck off and take care of your kids. But he could have just murdered him and then stopped Darth Vader from ever being Jedi's are Jedis are murderers when they have to be. When Their they primary weapon is a laser sword. Yeah, but like they don't murder for murder's sake they only murder when no. it is it is when the force dictates it and i don't believe the force dictates murdering your people you consider your friends but they it does dictate that they have to punish for it and a couple of limbs lost hey we live in robot land but we could he be was robot gonna man. die anyway if he left him on the lava planet with hey, one arm the lava god i'm not not the jedi to bring it back to jedi's hands Christ. are clean to bring it back to Rise of Skywalker, it is slightly not complicated in this movie, but colored by the fact that earlier on, Ray and Kylo are fighting over a, a transport ship that they think uh, Chewie is on, and Ray lightnings it to bits and kills everyone on board and she's horrified by this use of her power because she thinks she killed her friend and she didn't and that what she did and kill, she never like, really has people. to interrogate herself for that yeah because he lived and it's like i guess that's why she but how does that color how does that change how because, she acts in the end because jedi scene? can not really. kill people but just not people they care about if you legitimately care so about that person up. then you can then you can't kill them that's like a bad it's a bad look if you're a jedi but if that's they the are, worst set of rules i've ever heard if they if they are bad and they're doing bad to you then it's fine to kill them i don't think it's good rules them. But they're the rules of being being a, being a Jed man. <laughs> what what else happened in this movie? Uh, Rose Tico got robbed of any role. Yeah, she's just a, a lady in it. She doesn't do nothing. She's like, I have to stay here with Leia, and then we never. I see can't. Her. I can't have fun. And then we never see her. She could have been like our eyes on that side of the plot and given her something to do, but they uh, also introduced Dominic Monaghan, yeah. and they're all just kind of around. They just don't do anything um, ever, so that sucks for them. What I guess it doesn't matter what planet they're on. It never does. Did you guys like Harrison Ford in the movie? He certainly was in it for a minute. Did did they deep fake Harrison Ford or was that no, actually? No, that was actually Harrison they, Ford. They they flew him out and that's pretty nice. I thought that was the last one he was ever gonna do, and then I guess no, they it's... they offered him a bajillion dollars to, to come back. I take that payday, just like Dominic Monaghan. Just get that money. This movie is hard to talk about because I have so few opinions outside of the violence thing. It's just kind of a nothing of a movie. I got questions after this movie more than like, because I don't really care. Like I, I'd never going into it like I had those low expectations, like I said before. So coming out of it after my expectations were met, I just have questions about like what's going to happen next. Because now that they like defeated fascism, I guess. <laughs> Like, the old system was that there was, like, a federation of planets that got democratically elected to go to Coruscant and be like, 
we want this kind of tr- regulations for our planets. So, like, I wonder if just, like, the planets are just going to rule themselves, like, independently of that kind of well, thing. Well, actually, they weren't democratically elected. Oh, they weren't. They were, like, no, princes No, they were and appointed by the heads of their planets. I guess it's to the line where she's like, this is how democracy dies. It's not a real It's not democracy. real democracy. It's, it's democracy. A fake democracy. It's a democracy in the sense of once you're in the Senate, voting is how you decide things. But the people who are in the Senate are not actually chosen by votes most of the time. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, the, the series definitely avoids doing the hard work of actually establishing how power should be distributed. And that's one thing you can give to the prequels is like, hey, he tried. Like, he ta- he did do a politic. Mm-hmm. They politic their way into it and... The Jedi were there for the politics and stuff. But this movie just has nothing to say about anything. It, yeah. And the 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 famous same sex kiss is three seconds? No are you kidding? Three seconds would be an eternity. It's like half a second in the background of a frame. Yeah. And it's they focus on it like for a, a second. For a, a millisecond. For a shot. For one shot. Yeah. yeah. There's a shot of it and then it goes away. And as a queer, uh, fuck that shit. And fuck, like, making a big deal out of it. If you had just made the movie and shown it to us and not bragged about it, that would be a nice, cute little thing in a movie full of, like, boring hetero couples. There's no hetero couples in this movie because nobody fucks. Sorry, I'm just... I'm, that's I exclusionary want Star Wars, of I want Star Wars people. people fucking. Like, that's what I want in my Star Wars movies. There was actually, like, some implied fucking... In, there wasn't any in the first one in A New Hope. There's no implied fucking in any of them except, like, the prequels. There's implied fucking in in Empire and the whole point the whole point of Return of the Jedi at the start is to get Han back so Leia can 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 smooch him. There's no there's no there's no reason for them to go to Tatooine otherwise and to just get Han back. I don't know. Because he's their but, friend. They care about him. Well, we, we do see uh, Ray and uh, Ben Solo kiss, which I gotta admit not i was up. happy to see it wasn't hot it was not but it, i was it, i was happy it, that it, it happened was, it was the, the tension was there for three films and i'm glad they resolved it there was no tension i wanted a one. hot kiss. only in the second one yeah it was a sad death kiss. it was a sad death kiss which is the lamest kind shout outs to um to dark ray just so that they could like film something for a trailer bait and be like oh she goes bad in this one i gotta see it it would have been fun if she did Something it would have been fun if she did in the second one. It, like that would have been cool. Would have been something. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like why not just kill the emperor and, and then when you're the emperor, don't be the emperor. It's like you, I don't know. Maybe the, I guess it would overwhelm her. Like she would just be a Sith. Oh, I don't know. It's her... stupid. It's manufactured bullshit. Like yeah. it's not a real. It doesn't mean anything. Darth Vader's cool. The Empire's cool because they got cool signifiers. <laughs> you mean fascist like, regalia like helmets and stuff uh-huh they sell a lot they sell probably more than stupid rebel helmets no one wants to wear a shitty rebel <laughs> merch helmet. comparison they, wanna, yeah. they probably beat the rebels they do have better and more consistent aesthetics i mean that's one thing you gotta lightsaber the third probably blue lightsabers yeah. sell the most though the nuremberg rallies were just like picturesque <laughs> yeah i'm jewish by the way i get to yeah, make i get to same. make jokes like that I mean, they literally did. They're called stormtroopers. Right. Like they're. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's Nazis. Like it's, it's Nazis. always been Nazis. It's hey, never not been Nazis. Hugo Boss designed for the Nazis. I mean, they're fashionable fellas. <laughs> it's unfortunately true. I mean, they, terrible architecture, but good fashion. <laughs> Fuck. That's how fascism works. Is it's all aesthetics and appearances and ideas and illusions and false promises. That helmet, though, his helmet in it, that was what cool. Kylo Ren's how he put it back together. Yeah, that's like I like how it's just like undo all the stuff, <laughs> all the that, interesting shit, all yeah. the interesting stuff. That's like oh, I don't want to wear this shitty helmet anymore. Yeah, it would have been nice to see him try to actually lead the Empire or the First Order or whatever, and like see like how he responds to having power. Because like, yeah, he's always like struggling for power. He never actually just has the power. Can we talk about Hux being the spy? Saw that coming. Do we have to? Like, like what, I mean, was it a thing? It's the it's the only person it, who it could have been in the whole movie. So fine. But like, I thought it was gonna be Richard E. Grant. No, nah, because he was a new character. No, because it was always Hux. Because like, it was like, oh, they set him up last time to be. He got fucked out of running the the whole show. Yeah. Because he hates 
Kylo, and so he's like, I'm gonna help the resistance, but like still, I don't really care. I just want I want Kylo to fuck off because he wants that. He wants to be the leader. Okay, I guess we don't have to talk about Hux being the spy. What else is there to say? Yeah, like I don't know. we talked about it's, it. Talked it, about it, it. it. That's the like at least consistent part within their narrative is that like that they held over from the Last Jedi. They did. They did everything do else. That. Everything else they mainly undid. Except for some of the Luke stuff, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like, the Luke stuff is, like, I don't think that, like, flew in the face of it so much as it was, like, not a super smooth transition. Because it's, like, I don't think The Last Jedi even agrees that Luke isolating himself was a good idea. And this movie is, like, he's, like, no, like, I did that out of fear. It was the wrong thing to do. And I think The Last Jedi actually agrees with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he comes back and and he fucks him up in in the fight. Yeah. And, like, people, everyone who's, like, they ruined Luke in The Last Jedi, you're wrong. Like, if you think that, you're just not correct. He drank, like, titty milk. That's I a, don't care. It's the most Luke Skywalker thing to do. Yeah. Like he's stupid idiot. Everything they did yeah. with him Literally, was fine. Luke and Skywalker's everything they did so with dumb. him here was he, also just okay. He's a scruffy nerf herder, and he's really, really... He's not the scruffy nerf herder. Who's the scruffy nerf herder? That's, um, Han Solo is uh, a scruffy-looking nerf herder. Yeah. Luke Skywalker is just a kid who had some layaway... On some power converters. Oh, no, he worked on a moisture farm. He worked on a moisture farm with his aunt and uncle, and then his aunt and uncle got got, so he's like, I guess I'm an orphan now, and just fucked off in, in like a whole span of a week. <laughs> Luke to become, Skywalker. To blow up, the, to blow up the death machine in the sky. Like, Luke Skywalker, orphan nerd. <laughs> yeah, he's an orphan nerd. Whereas Harry Potter is an orphan jock. <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter is a fucking jock. Fuck Harry Potter. <laughs> Seriously. Glad somebody's saying it. He's like... He's such an asshole to everybody. He's like, I'm the fucking chosen one. I'm Harry Potter. I got the fucking scar, bitch. I'm the boy live. And he sucks at magic, too. He gets the worst <laughs> grades. Like, he just is, he just is like... He's only I, good at Quidditch. He's the, only good at Quidditch. <laughs> he wants to be a cop when he grows up. <laughs> Fuck him. It's also perfect. That's why Neville's the best, because he's fucking did his homework... Did it on time. That's why every... He's an environmentalist. Like, environmentalist. Plants. And he fucking got that sword at the end and he fucking killed that snake. And his... He used no qualms about violence. His parents, like, tragically died as well. And were, like, murdered probably more horrifically than uh, Harry's parents were. No, they were tortured. They were tortured. Exactly. So, fuck. That's fucked up. And his, like, his, he hates Snape, or he's afraid of Snape. I'd be afraid of Snape. That'd be my Yeah, a completely thing. rational phobia. Yeah. Fuck Snape, too. I wish Snape was in this movie. I hate Snape. <laughs> he sucks. Ugh. Harry Potter sucks. They should just have Snape playing one of the generals. Like, it's clearly <laughs> Snape. Like, he's got the hair, but, like, they he's got a They deepfake Alan Rickman, on. and then they... <laughs> no, I mean, they, I mean, it should have been while he was alive, but... Like, they should just cast Severus Snape in parts in movies. Uh, are there any other uh, points we want to hit? We're coming up on the... Uh, we're close to an hour mark on this. Jeez. I might be out. I kind of don't want to think about this movie anymore. Let's talk about where we would rank this. We were kind of talking about this before we started recording. Do we all agree that it's better than any of the prequels? Yes. yes. Okay, good. And are, are we going to include Solo and Rogue One in this, or are we going to... I haven't seen Rogue One because it's, a, it's just a stupid concept. But you've seen Solo? I've seen Solo. And Amy has seen Rogue One, but, but not Solo, Solo, and I've seen both. Do we agree, from what you've both seen, that it's better than either of the anthology movies? Yes. Kind better of. than Solo? It's. I think it's better than Solo. I'll say that. Solo's I'm just looking like, up something. Solo's just, like, stupid, because... It's a Wikipedia entry. Yeah. Like, it's really not a movie much. Like I said, a lot of the Star Wars stuff is just, like, because of throwaway lines or just, like, what, like, like I said, like, oh, it ran the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. It's Let's like, see what that is. We have to see the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. It's just, like, who... How did he get it the, doesn't the, matter. the Falcon from Lando? It's just Lando. a throwaway line. Yeah. Like, who it's, cares? How did he meet <laughs> Chewie? That was, like... Did that interview that How'd someone did? How did he get his did, last name? Did you see that interview that someone did where they were like talking to Harrison Ford and they're like, well, who really did shoot first, Han or Greedo? And Harrison's just like, I don't care. <laughs> Correct <laughs> answer. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. What'd you look up? I looked up the runtime for Rogue One, uh-huh. which is two hours, 15 minutes. Uh-huh. This felt longer to me. Well, it was. It was like it was, 15 minutes longer. It was 15 longer. minutes longer, but like longer. Like, I was so bored throughout this whole movie. And for Rogue One, I was, like, with it for, like, ha- half. And then it started falling apart. 
How did knowing the ending of Rogue One impact you? You kind of don't know the ending of Rogue One just because of where they place their focus. You don't... It's, it's a movie about them going to get the plans to the Death Star. Yeah. So, like, they get the plans to the Death Star because we yeah, know Yeah, you know they they're going to succeed at the mission. The Death That's Star. That's true. Yeah. Like... But okay. it, it's like, what happens to the characters? Yeah. And, like, the answer is, like... Do, do I, I care? Because this is, it doesn't matter. I no, they think all this is better than Good. Rogue One. I don't want to I think it's better than Rogue them. One. I think this is better Rogue than Rogue One. Rogue One has, like, actively bad character storytelling, and yeah. this has, like, less, but it... Rogue One is, is somewhat incoherent. Yeah. And and this is like coherent, just not very interesting or good. So I think it's better than either of the anthology movies. That leaves us with the original trilogy and and the other two in this trilogy. Uh, I think Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie. No. No? What do you think is? Return of the Jedi. You think Return of the Jedi is best? Yeah. I disagree, but I, I, I like Return of the Jedi. Okay, you can so, you can have your incorrect opinion, but and <laughs> I think for me it's probably Empire. Yeah, all right, both of you could just be wrong. For That's me, fine. last Last Jedi is number two. I would agree. I'd say Empire, second, and then Last Jedi, and probably Last Jedi. Yeah. All right, and then I have a New Hope after Last Jedi, and then Same. I have Return yeah. of the Jedi. So we agree that all of those are better than Rise of Skywalker. Now the question is Force Awakens. How do we compare? I was much more entertained by Rise of Skywalker because well, Force Awakens was so much uh, a, a, a redo of A New Hope that I was just like actively bored. I mean, one movie is like you said has um, is a remake of A New Hope has a stupid CGI slug monster thing, while another movie has uh, Babu Frick. <laughs> So I mean, like the, the <laughs> there's no real comparison here. Both of them have Chewbacca, Harrison Ford. They all have the same people in it, but one of them has Babu Frick, and that's just another. They're, like they, it's just like all the characters from JJ's or first one come back, but they just add Babu Frick, and that's what <laughs> was missing from the first one. So I found Force Awakens actively irritating when I saw it, and this I just found completely boring. Would you rather be bored than irritated? They're both negative feelings. Yeah. But I guess bored's more neutral because you're just like, uh, like, I guess you could feel like, uh, I'm bored, but like, you can actively do something. I think it's also down to like my state of mind between when I saw the two films. One you had high hopes for, the other one. No, it's just like where I was in my personal life and my, in terms of how I like framed my expectations of movies in terms of like, what do movies owe me and like, what can I be pissed off at them for not giving me? I think this is probably better than Force Awakens. So that makes this the fifth best Star Wars film. There are like 10 Star Wars films? There are 11. Oh. If you include both of the anthology films. This is the fifth out of 11, and it's still not very good. I would say this is close to being bad. I don't think it is. I wouldn't call it bad. I would call it just okay. Like kind of not good. But we're not like... I would call it mediocre. Yeah, it's a mediocre movie. Yeah, sure, fine. So, (laughs) Star Wars, a bad franchise. Cool. This was... I want to say fun, but this movie wasn't fun. (laughs) I Look, I did enjoy myself for moments of it. I, I... I don't know, I guess I enjoyed most of the Rey and Kylo stuff, and pretty much everything else was, like, just spending time in this movie. So I I think that's uh, an unexciting wrap for the Skywalker saga. Babu Frick. I feel like, uh... We'll we'll always have Babu Frick. I feel like this this trilogy of Star Wars is kind of like, to be like a metaphor here, kind of like Pete Buttigieg's campaign. Like had high high hopes going into it but as we learn more about it not very good <laughs> insightful political commentary as always. <laughs> am i wrong yeah it's it's true well thanks for uh indulging us always thanks for listening give more, us the like and the subscribe more content coming uh, amy to your... you're, you're our guest where can we find you on tw- on twitter on the twitter uh, on twitter i'm at genre queering 
My website is genrequeering.com. That's about it. You can find me at Story Politics and Luke. At Luke Hedigan. And uh, keep... Oh yeah, my Patreon is patreon.com slash amyhs. And uh, keep, keep... Our guests got Patreon. We don't got Patreon. I, I know, I know. Eli, and fuck. <laughs> keep an ear out. Uh, Amy and I are going to be soon releasing a new podcast. Uh, the, the, the podcast is called Ass to Ass... Uh, ass to ass because we review filmmakers filmographies from end to end Ah. and uh, it's going to start off with uh, the films of Darren Aronofsky Uh, that series will be called Truth or Darren so that'll be each episode we declare whether the film is truth or whether the film is Darren so listen out for that coming uh, probably probably uh, in the new year pretty pretty uh, in the month of January let's just say we're gonna start releasing them in January and uh, well, you'll find out what day by following us on Twitter uh, you can also follow Fail Sun Film School on Twitter at Fail Sun Film Pod it's rad thanks for being a friend um thanks for being a night of rent <laughs> usually usually I ask for stuff at the end of our podcast like to send us money or send me money specifically but um if you've seen the movie which hopefully you have if you're listening to this uh, all I want for Christmas is some Babu Frick merchandise. <laughs> so Give us all the Babu. Babu Frick pins, Babu Frick plushies. I'm ready for it. The one joke that got me was when they mentioned Babu Frick after C-3PO's mind white and C-3PO goes, Babu Frick? That's my oldest That's friend. Not- That's legitimately <laughs> funny. Legitimately funny. My, funny. my yeah. oldest friend as well. <laughs> uh, okay, Babu says goodnight. Babu. Goodnight, Babu. Babu.